the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. How are you? It's a Monday. It is that kind of a day again. It's get underway day here in uh, central Arkansas. Hope your weekend was good. Mine was fine, although I could have done without the like inch and a half of rain that we had yesterday. I just want enough of a break that my lawn, my front lawn, totally will dry, dry out so I can mow down by the ditch. I can't right now. It's a bush hog it, huh? I, yeah, well, I, can't even, I don't even know if you could bush hog it and not get stuck. It's terrible. It is. It's really terrible. Okay, so what happened over the weekend? Congratulations to Bob Baffert. He won his seventh Kentucky Derby as trainer. Good for him. Did a great job. And uh, I'm trying to think of the uh, John, uh, is it uh, Velasquez, was the jockey his fourth win in the kentucky derby and uh the fourth in the last 10 years wow Wow. incredible incredible thing hasn't he and we really hope that you watch the running of the roses i always watch the running of the roses i've been i've been to the derby several times myself i went back in 1971 i was a freshman in college and uh went and saw the derby and saw secretariat wow you saw secretariat yeah yeah. Wow! wow. T- yeah, around coming down, uh, coming into the the stretch, I was in the infield and I saw a pair of ears go by. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could see. <laughs> we saw the horses' ears. <laughs> they were the first pair, though. Weren't yeah, they? they were the first pair. There ain't nobody there. I'll tell you that much. Although, if it had been at like what was it, the Belmont that the secretary won by like thirteen lengths. Oh, wow! I mean, he just he just crushed everybody. Oh, he yeah. really did. <clears throat> If you've never watched that movie, you should watch that movie. It's an yeah, incredible it's movie. movie. It really is. And uh, that, that, that's something about what they did. It's, it's, a horse it, didn't think it was going to be anything. It's, it's interesting how a lot, a lot of competitions, you have a lot of the, the best that are just right up there with each other. And occasionally you get a freak of nature that just blows everybody out of the water. Is it me or uh, I don't think D. Wayne Lucas was there. Is he still alive? Did he pass away and I missed it? Because I'm all I'm used to seeing Lucas all the time. Is he one of the jockeys? No, he's one of the trainers. Okay, I must Rasmussen Rasmussen was there. He was there. Huh. Uh, and of course, he's one of the trainers. You, you, I got to know some of these guys. I was I was lucky enough doing my show out at Oaklawn, oh. and uh, the trainers were good about coming oh. by and sitting down and talking. Oh. And I I met Baffett. I met uh, Lucas. I love Lucas. Lucas is my man. I mean, he comes by. He's he's got his black. 
tin gallon hat on and he's got his sunglasses on he's looking, <laughs> he's looking looking good you know <laughs> sat down he's really really a talented guy but i don't know i don't know if he passed away or not Does that, if you know you know tell me you know 8230965 yeah. 8230965 uh the lady hogs didn't get to play their game yesterday at LSU uh in softball so they'll have to wait today if they could sweep LSU, they win the SEC uh, fast pitch uh, softball, uh, softball wow. um, uh, you know, title, and uh, it would be the first time Arkansas has ever done that. Uh, the men, I'm going to assume, since the women didn't play, they didn't play this weekend, uh, and uh, they're still number one in the country. The baseball team is wow. So. I hope that this will rub off on the on the football, <laughs> football team. Hawks. You know, I'm hoping that. Did you guys watch any of the NFL draft? No, the I what? saw that the the, the NFL yeah NFL draft the what? <laughs> <laughs> I watched some of it. The NFL still going? Yeah, it's still going. National Fumble League. I like what is it? National Fumble League. National no, Fumble, League. Fumble League. <laughs> <laughs> They've changed it now. During the time that uh, oh, what was his Michael uh, Irvin was on the Cowboys. Yeah, they used to call it Nash and Fell in the league. <laughs> Brown, I, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, it. Was kind of an interesting uh, draft the way they did it. It was uh, they had it on the on the on uh, the lake up there in Cleveland, so it had to be brisk to say the least. They were on the uh, the land for the uh, uh, Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they were all outside. Well, what what round the uh, young man that's a Christian and outright uh, outspoken Christian? What round did he go in, or did anyone draft? Him? Who was that? Who are you talking about? Uh, well, I thought you knew all their names. I mean, Tebow. You talking about Tebow? No, 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 no. Tebow. No, that's this. Tebow's this, trying uh, to come back. Yeah, that's this. It's, it's, he's in this class. Okay, I don't know well, which yeah. one it is. Yeah, well, I tell he's you. supposed to be really, really good, but you know, of course, they don't like him because he's a Christian. Well, Wilson is a Christian too, yeah. the quarterback of Seattle. But uh, you know, if you can if you can put up the numbers that, that, that yeah, he can put in, enough, then you're good they'll, enough. they'll yeah. overlook that. Uh, that well, little you just piece mentioned Tebow. Come, huh? What happened with Tebow? He was yeah. a winner everywhere he went. But yeah, they, but he wasn't. He's not a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, he's no. trying. He's trying. I'm going to disagree with that one. I, I, he's coming know. back. He's coming back to try to play tight end. Really? Yeah, and that, and that makes sense. He's a big boy. You know, he'd be great. He'd be a great drag receiver coming across the yeah. middle. He'd be like Gronk. He'd be a pitch back quarterback. Yeah, well, when the I think what Iverson was referring to is we're going to talk about culture wars today. Well, I'm going to bring, so I'm gonna bring it up. The NFL got involved in the in the supporting terrorist organizations yeah. and involved yep. in the culture wars. I lost interest I'm, in it. How about you guys? I lost interest. I just I just don't know. I don't. You know, I was trying to think yesterday who won the Super Bowl last year. Patriots. Like, yeah, no, no. Did the Patriots win? No. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, Patriots. Okay. Oh, not Patriots. Pardon me. See, see, I'm so Tom used Brady. to seeing Tom Brady, Tom Brady. on but the Patriot uniform. It was Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. That won it. Yeah. But but to, but to the point, you know, when you start getting to where you don't, you know, you don't appreciate this great country that's giving you these opportunities. I, I don't care to watch you. And, and I was a sports nut, you know. But uh, I don't say anybody else has to be like me, but I have a choice. Well, I go by the team. Yeah. My Colts have not been that way. So yeah. I'll, I'll watch them. That's All good. Right? And I watch them. 
So I, I want to see the draft. You, I want to see you how we did. have to watch them. You're on radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what. I watched. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big Colt fan, and they picked up two defensive ends. Look out. If you're the quarterback on the other team, these boys play with their motors running all the time. But can you touch the quarterbacks anymore? Oh, yeah. You can okay. still. Okay. You can still. From what you know, I understand from about, the neck about it down. Now, yeah, from the neck down. <laughs> <laughs> they're one step away from flag football from what I Sometimes. understand. <laughs> Sometimes. That is, that, no, that's true. It really oh, is. Man. So I sent you guys an article. Andrew DeMillo wrote it from the AP. And it was an overview of this year's session. Um, I think the session, for the most part, was a positive session. I, I agree. Um, I would give us... A, a B plus. A B plus, yeah. Uh, I won't give us an A because no. there's a couple of things that we didn't take care of. But they didn't uh, stand and, up to and, the governor. Yeah. Oh, they did. They Just did. A couple of times. So, I mean, there was a couple of things they didn't like, giving the the businesses their money back that they took. From, now that was from, stupid. So you know, I mean, there was a couple of times where they voted to do something good, and when the governor, you know, the our federal big government lobbyist governor, uh, vetoed it then they didn't go back and vote the same way they did before they changed their vote. And I would say this to they people that are out there, uh, that you should look at your representative and your senator. Mm-hmm. And if they did anything like that, you need to get a hold of them. That's one good thing about state government. Typically, if you reach out, you'll get an answer. Yes, that's right. And you should question why they changed their mind. Mm -hmm. What made you change your mind? Was it that you didn't do your homework before you voted on the bill and didn't realize there was something wrong with it? Or was it that you just didn't want to get on the governor's bad side? Or, you know, and I think this was a case in a couple of of the uh, not overriding did you look at what the governor has done in the past here in the uh, uh, for Republicans, and because of that, you gave him a, a free pass? Mm-hmm. And what I mean is this: uh, when when Rockefeller died, who stepped up and ran for governor? He did. All right, and uh, there's been some. You know, he's the guy who who did the uh, uh, the prosecution of of uh, then President Bill Clinton was asa hutchinson he's done some things in the past and i think that people cut him slack here's my problem you've already cut him slack he doesn't need any more slack you know you know once he once he cast his lot and it was pretty clear with the rifra a couple of years ago and because uh, walmart didn't like it he changed his mind about it after he had told uh, Bob Ballinger, House member Bob Ballinger at that time, that it was just fine the way it was written, and then he made him go back and rewrite it so to the to the uh, the way that uh, Walmart felt about it, then I got problems. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I I don't expect the governor to spend uh, or pay that much attention. Thank you. Said, to big put it businesses. on my desk and I'll sign it. That's what he said. That's what he said specifically. Put it on my desk. And I'll sign it. He knew if, exactly was what was in that bill. They yeah. had worked with him every step of the way. Right. And then uh, he got a phone call, and they put it on his desk, and he didn't sign it. And a lot of the people got egg on their face. And the, then, they, yeah. then I think what their solution was, they took another bill. I think it was Gary Stubblefield's bill, and they basically deleted everything in the bill, and they rewrote it for a, for a new watered-down RIFRA, which was illegal. 
which is the same thing they did for the sovereignty. That sounds like two ninety eight. Take out two pages of rights and freedom. Well, take out two pages of rights and freedom, and then pass it. Say it's better than nothing. Which it was. It was better than nothing. I I I grant. But the thing is, though, that now this one's so watered down that really the only the the primary enforcement enforcement mechanism is for us to trust bureaucrats to hold bad government actors accountable and bureaucrats who are likely um, on the hook for receiving um, lots and lots of federal dollars if they comply with the federal, with illegal federal well, mandates, that's what perhaps. Killed, that's what killed 298, was it knocked out $15 million of federal subsidies. Potentially, and I don't even know if it would have knocked out any of that You're anyway. right. That was, and so, that was potentially right. right. And so I think that was maybe just a farce anyway. But, but, but I think the bigger issue with 298 was there, there were one or two issues that probably needed to be changed. But but I think the bigger issue was there was there was a lot of teeth in in two ninety eight. All right, yeah. got to take a break. Then we come back. I want to talk about two ninety eight and about the uh, the House bill that they passed and look at a positive out of that. You know me, guys. I'm a half glass full guy, not half empty. And uh, something happened that typically doesn't happen uh, as far as that's concerned. You know, uh, I want to remind you that there's more, there, there are not very many homes that are being sold right now. I don't know exactly why, but there's not. And when there's less of something, the people who want that something are going to end up paying more for that issue, that, that, that item. And that's the same thing that happens with uh, houses. And on top of that, money to buy the homes, to get from banks and to get from loaning institutions is in a good shape right now. You can basically get the money. But you get the money, but then you buy the house. And if you can get the money, see, here's what's happening. Some people get the money and they want to buy a house, okay, that's out there. Now, when I say A, I mean the letter A in front of that house. And they want to buy that house, and they get enough money that they can buy it, and then the house floats up a little bit more, and suddenly the amount of money that they're okay for to buy the house Suddenly, it's not enough to buy a the, the a house. Now they got to go and buy the b house. All right, that that's the way it works. And you get into bidding wars during this time. Well, here's the key for both sides of this. This is this is a good thing to keep in mind. If you're selling, this is a good time to sell. But you want to be in the front of all the other people who are trying to sell as well. There's not as many, but you want to make sure that you're in the front. To get in the front and to stay in the front, then you got to get a good agent. And when you go out to get a good agent, you go out and get Dustin Turner. Because Dustin Turner has a marketing uh, plan that will help you sell your home. So you want to know something? When agents uh, want to sell a home, they call other agents. Dustin Turner and his amazing team is one of those people that is called all the time. An agent with another company had a listing that she couldn't sell for six months. In an effort to help her client, she reached out to Dustin and asked him to take over that listing. He did. He met with the sellers. They remarketed the house. And in 24 hours, Dustin had an offer above the list price. That's simple. Call the agent that other agents use. Call the agent that if I was selling my house right now, I'd be using. And that's Dustin Turner. His number is uh, 
501-952-2969. Or you can go online, hometeamsolda.com. That's hometeamsolda.com. And when you do that, just start packing. It's going to sell, and it will sell pretty quick. All right, 624 on a Monday. The power panel is here. Paul Calvert is here. Artie Hopper is here. Iverson Jackson is sitting across from me. Uh, Next Monday, we won't be here. I uh, will be taking a day off, recovering from some surgery that's coming up on Friday. Robert uh, Steinbach will fill in for me on Friday. Nothing really important, like I don't have terminal cancer or anything like that. Thank God for that. But... uh, the waterworks have got to be worked on in the Ellswick household, so they're going to take care of some things, and and then I'll, I'll be back. But I want to give myself a couple of days uh, to recover from that. So uh, be aware what next Monday will be like. All right, so let's talk about, again, 298. And it did not uh, pass. They did not override the governor's veto on it. Now, I wish they would have done that, but they did not. Uh, what they did do, though, is that another piece of legislation was put up, um, and the conservatives went to work on that as well as other folks. And what came out may not have been what we were hoping for in the first shot at it, but at least we got a lot of things in it that we wanted. Now, I make the argument that if I took you back five years, we wouldn't have got anything. Once that that bill had had been defeated, nothing new would have risen up. And this is why I think we've made a turn. Yes, I think with conservatives in this in this state. Yeah, this we got we got something done. Yeah, this session was was impressive from gun rights standpoints. They they actually passed bills and they didn't have to be tricked into doing it. Right, right. And so there was there was a um a bill that got passed. Um, oh, let me think. There's one dealing with parks. Where you um, previous law, um, I guess it's actually still current law. This one goes into effect. Previous law prohibited you from carrying in um, what they called facilities, and that was defined as city parks. Okay, and this is um, that would be outside the buildings, like in the in the, um, the recreational areas, um, so like as a basketball hoops. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, maybe that that area. Because I'll tell you what, some pickup games you might need soccer field. You might need a gun. Soccer field. And so this bill, this this bill took out that definition and said it does not include city parks or whatnot. And so, um, and and so that was that was something that was a simple bill, but it was a good bill to actually restore some of our right rights to keep and bear arms, and and it got through the judiciary committee in the House end, which was it was kind of that was going to be the sticking point for these type laws, I think, and it, and it passed. And that wasn't the only one. I think there was another one that got through um, s- s- dealing with um, the right to carry in your car, which shouldn't have been an issue, but apparently it kind of was sometimes. Um, and, and I can't remember the, the, the bill numbers on either of those. And, but, but the thing is, though, I'm impressed that some of these bills literally got out of committee on the House end especially because in, in the recent past, like you said, five years ago, six years ago, four years ago, last – May, last session. Last session, two years ago, um, I don't think these bills would have passed. But when you add a few more conservatives to the Senate and a couple more over in the House, 
it makes a difference. Start getting some correction in the market, so to speak. That's what's happening. And again, I go back to this. Yeah, we didn't get 298 this time, okay? Mm -hmm. Maybe next time because we won't have the same governor, be a different governor. Hopefully, it's going to be a much more conservative governor. Mm -hmm. Not sure yet because um, I know some people get upset with me when I say this. But Sarah has not come out to talk about issues, and I'm waiting for her to come out and talk about issues now. 298 would have been a good one to come out Yes. On. This was a very public bill. There were a lot of people at the Capitol there to watch 298 That's pass. right. And it passed the Senate. Happened. But, you know, when my wife and I saw who voted for it in the Senate, mm-hmm. when we saw Missy Ehrman and Dismaine and some of them vote to override the governor's veto, I said, the fix is in. <laughs> the fix is in. Those people should not be voting for this. So I didn't know what the fix was. But, yeah, the fix I'm, was I'm in. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Be aware. There's sef- some, of those, some of those people that you just mentioned will not be in the Senate next time. They're quite, done. Quite possibly. So, they're yeah. done. They're, they're, they're tapped out. Down. And to, to one more thing just to keep on people's mind. Keep yeah. your thought. Okay. All right. One more thing. One Paul thing. has one, one more, more thing. <laughs> he, he, is, he, is, he has raised his staff and said one more thing. That means I have to listen to him, and we will when we come back we here come on there. the Dave Ellswick Show. News is on its way. Power panel is in here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. Talk a little bit about East End Towing before we let Paul say his uh, one more thing that he wanted to talk about the the session. Uh, with East End Towing, know that these guys know what they're doing. And they, they gave me a bunch of copy points to talk to you about and about how to be safe when you break down on the road, what you should try to do, about how you should try to get to the right side shoulder, not the left side shoulder. The reason for that is that the left side shoulder is on the side of the fast lane. Uh, doesn't mean you don't go there. I mean, if you can't get across to the right side, take the left side. Best way to do it is if you can get off the highway and get over to a parking lot, you know, you might be passing a a filling station or something like that, try to get over to them so that you'll be safe and also so the toll operator will be safe. You know, he's going to be hanging out there trying to help you as well. They also are very, very uh, knowledgeable about the different situations, like private property tows. When can you go in and get something towed off a private property? They can tell you. What do you do with that vehicle? Who can you call about that vehicle? Where does that vehicle go? That's all important things to know and what happens to that car, boat, truck, or camper. Because we always think about towing cars. We don't think about people have, you know, RVs and all kinds of stuff that may have to be towed as well. Give them a, a, a call if you got any questions on those things. Uh, 501-888-8849 is their number. That's 501-888-8849, East End Towing. All right, Paul, you're up. Hey, okay, so one of the things about 298, so it was vetoed by the governor, and the veto was overridden in the Senate, but it's still lying 
alive but sort of asleep in the house. The, the House and Senate are both in extended recess. So from what I understand, this bill is still alive. Yeah, if they it's, want it to. If they do, want, I, do you think it's going to be? I, I think probably not unless <laughs> un, un, unless Biden comes out with some sort of bureaucratic rule that's really draconian and really gets people's um, hackles up. I think it's possible they may come back and override the governor's veto and, and actually take advantage of the fact that it's still sitting, sitting alive on the House floor. I think, you know, we were really wanting to vote on that, but I think the deal was they were working uh, 1257 real hard to try to get something instead of nothing when they saw they'd lost the votes and they weren't going to get it. So they held it like that as as holding it over the governor and the rest of the people's fed, head on not signing it, that if you do not sign... 1957, or the people in the House, if you do not pass 1957, we still have the right to pull 298. But that's a good point. I never Mm -hmm. thought about it. If something drastic happens, Mm -hmm. they still have it in the filing. I I think if if Biden wants to come out and and change something drastically, um, the fact is the bureaucrats here in Arkansas might decide, well, well, he passed something, and well, it's we think it's constitutional. Therefore, we're going to enforce it, and we're not going to decertify law enforcement officers who, yeah. who help. And so, I, I think this is this is still something that's sitting in the wind that could be brought back up if the Biden administration decides to do something stupid. I, I don't know how long that lasts, but some of the things that you're talking about, Paul, that was in 298, that's not 1257, the right to peaceably assemble, the right of the freedom of speech and press, the right Bill of rights. Yeah, the Bill mm-hmm. of Rights. That's exactly. That's what it is. Restate the Bill of Rights. Right. Yeah. It restates it's in here that that law enforcement in the state of Arkansas will not assist in the federal <clears throat> government on, on taking our Bill well, of Rights. Currently, away they're not from supposed them. to. But one of the other cool things about 298 is it specifically prohibits them from enforcing certain federal acts, specifically the Federal Firearms Act of um, I think it's um, of um, the 1968 and. Um, I'm fumbling through it right now, and so it's it's it, but it's specific about that that it, that it's that that the federal or the state officials are not allowed to help um, enforce actual specific codes, the National Firearms Act of um, it's a 26 U.S. Code, and also the um, and the Gun Control Act of 1968 were specifically mentioned in the bill that, that state officials were not allowed to help enforce, and so I think that was one of those things that was. Um, specific enough to where we can say, no, you're not allowed to help enforce that law. Okay, now I haven't seen the House bill and been able to read right through it, but is that is no. that not in it? It is no. not in it. No, oh, here okay. it is. If you, there's not team 57. Okay. I'll and also on the end of 298 that Paul had brought up earlier, just while we're on it, is it gave you the right to for recourse the if they of, did it. What they call cause of action. And cause so, of action, right. The cause of action is very important because it gives citizens, That's the individuals who are violated, it gives citizens the ability to um, bring a lawsuit. And then we can actually bring this before a jury and, and decide, well, have my rights been violated? But with the current bill that got passed, it, it, it essentially, from what I understand, um, leaves it to government bureaucrats to decide whether or not our rights have been violated. And that's a problem, I think. Yes, right. so that's, that's something that really needs to be revisited. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you something that needs to be revisited, and that's the voters of this state. Mm-hmm. You have got to, when you go to the poll, when you're voting for, like, sheriff, oh, you, yes. should be, you should be talking to these people that are running for sheriff. 
You should ask them specific questions mm-hmm. about will they, you know, arrest uh, right. an Arkansan because they've broken some federal piece of crap that's out there. Mm-hmm. And if they say, well, that's that, I have to. No, they no, don't, don't have to. No, they don't. And they don't have to, and that should be something that you base your your uh, you know your your vote on. It shouldn't be. Well, he's a third cousin separated, and you know <laughs> I'm going to vote for him because he's got my right. he's got some of my blood in him. He's, he's, he's a, a nice, nice guy. Smile. Yeah, he's he, a nice I, oh, guy. I, he's got good yeah, hair. He's, he's my he's my neighbor. <laughs> he's no a really nice guy. No different than uh, the sanctuary cities where where you, you know sure. the law enforcement's are not right. Uh, that's, uh, Following federal guidelines, federal law concerning Ill, illegal right. yeah. immigrants, right? And, and that's actually a principle. Just the same thing. It's a longstanding it principle. It's called anti commandeering doctrine, where state or local officials have no duty to uphold federal law. Now they can't they can't violate it in, in that sense, <clears throat> but they don't have any duty to actually help to enforce mm-hmm. it. But the federal government can still enforce it. Can, well, they can enforce it, but they can also look at the. The state or the local government that's not enforcing and say, you know, that's fine. You don't have to enforce like it. Like the marijuana laws. But I don't have to give you money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, that's, and that's, that, that, that's that's where they've got their power, of mm-hmm. course. You got that right. So, you're not independent unless you're financially independent. And that's, and that's one of the, thing, and that, <laughs> that's one of the things that, that, was, that was used to shoot down 298 was that, that well, we're going to lose some funding potentially. It's like, oh, my God. So, so how, how much is it worth worthwhile to sell Arkansans out for? For the Bill of Rights. Yeah. yeah. How, how much Bill of Rights worth? Well, yeah. Here's the key. Bill of Rights worth $15 million? How much is it for people to figure out and become educated about what their rep and what their senator thinks and vote for or against them on what they say? Mm-hmm. I mean, we wouldn't have this problem if you'd vote them out of office. <clears throat> There's one thing that the the governor and the establishment of this state knows that I have figured out. People have very short memories. So they can do some of the things like voting against upholding the Bill of Rights in the state of Arkansas. They can do stuff like that. But they know in three months that people will have forgotten about it. I I think it's entirely possible. And and the the fact is that 298, like it was written, it had – probably one or two things that needed to be corrected. And there was a bill out there to correct it. Um, Senator Stubblefield filed SB 717 that was going to correct some of those issues. And um, and, and that's the thing, is that it, but it would have maintained most of the integrity of 298, I think. And it, it kept in cause of action. It got rid of the ability to prosecute police officers, but it kept proce- I mean, most of the ability, I think maybe all of it, but it, but it kept cause of action where citizens can actually go before a jury and, and – tr- and um, and let the jury that's decide right. rather rather than bureaucrats, and so that's it, it, that was one of the things I think was was very important about two ninety eight that was taken out of the um, the bill that actually passed it was nineteen fifty seven. All right. Now the other thing that went down during this session were what they like to call in the press the culture war bill. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. We so we had the bill that passed that said if a boy identifies as a girl. That's fine, but you can't you can't compete against the girls in girls' athletics. Right. All right. I was all about that. I think we were we were the first uh, state to pass that law, and now there's like what eleven or twelve that have jo- uh, joined on board. The other is that we're not going to allow you until this child is an adult, 
emancipated in some way to um, surgically do things to them uh, that uh, you should let that person get old enough that they can make up their minds if they Mm want to have it done to them. And, you know, uh, the whole thing about, you know, you know, you know, things like, uh, you know, castration and stuff. I mean, once you nip the you know the the branch and the berries you don't, you just don't go back and reattach them there's no grafting that i know for that right right no and, and so it, so it so it applied to surgical sex changes and also to chemical sex changes yeah, as well and so and so it would it would so you couldn't um do what someone might call chemical castration or, yeah. or what it might be and so and it would because the fact is that you start messing with with small children like this you can mess them up for the rest of their lives, even if it's not surgical, even just the, the and chemical I know, side. And I know everything you're going to say about parental rights, but parental rights does not extend to True. where you can do something to your child that is going to affect them later in life like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. We don't allow parents to give their 16-year-old a beer. but You're going to allow parents to basically engage in pretty stinking severe child abuse now they might they might teach them how to say watch this all right i mean i'm just (laughs) you've you've known those people who haven't like to have to have a few adult beverages too many Mm -hmm. and then they say hey watch this Mm -hmm. Uh, usually doesn't turn out good Mm -hmm. but the bottom line is i get tired of the press and the left saying well, you spent all this time on culture wars. We had to because the national government it. is spending it's all this time on culture wars. On the culture wars. It's being shoved down our throat. And for everybody that doesn't know, the, the, the bill to protect our children from things that will permanently alter them for the rest of their life while they're still very young, uh, the governor vetoed that bill. And then it got overridden by and, the House and, and the Senate, which was cool. Which was yep. good, right? And mm-hmm. so, so I, I watched some of this debate during the during the um, committee meeting. Okay, you can tell me about it when we come back. Okay, I always like to do that. To <laughs> All right, get the hook. All right, so we got to take a break here because we got to get our last break in for uh, this hour. Don't forget about what's going up in Cabot. They got an emergency hospital in Cabot now, and I don't know if you have you been over to it already. No, go over. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just saying, go over and and uh, let them give you a tour of it. It's awesome. I mean, you think of uh, you know these emergency hospitals you see in some of these areas, and when you go into the radiological suite, you may see X-ray, you may see CT, but I'll guarantee you, you don't see MRIs in all of them. They got an MRI there in Cabot. Uh, they do bedside ultrasounds at the Cabot Emergency Hospital. They're 100% physician-owned. They uh, are their emergency physicians. There's one there all the time. They're board certified. They've got over 130 years of uh, experience. We had Dr. White on last uh, last week. He was very uh, uh, you know, outspoken about the people who know what to be done are there all the time. And I mean all the time, 24-7, 365. There's always that kind of a person on site they have an on-site lab you don't have to wait for those labs to get done they'll get them done 15 20 minutes and they'll know what's going down that's especially important if you're having uh, you know things like uh heart conditions because what shows for when you're having a heart attack where to show up first is in your blood work 
because uh, the heart attack starts destroying heart muscle it releases enzymes and it shows up in your blood how do i know been there done that and they have a pharmacy on on uh, on uh, location with cabot emergency hospital and they are patient-centered care i know this for a fact i had as you remember i had a real i had MRSA back uh, beginning of the year and i had a pick line stuck in me and had to go everywhere i had to carry a bag with me and it was filling me up with with uh, antibiotics all the time well it came on it came undone and uh, there's something that to get your uh, heart going really good if you look down at your arm and your shirt is bright red that'd get your attention like that really fast so i went over there and dr box took good care of me they got me in they uh, took care of it i mean i they would i was rehooked up and no problem within 10 minutes because you get there you get back to your life faster with them uh, you don't have to wait because when you have an emergency, let me tell you the first thing that goes through your mind, I want somebody to see me. And your emergency, of course, does matter. That's Cabot Emergency Hospital. All right, let's. Uh, okay, we got a break? We got a break. Okay, let's take a break. We'll be back. Finish it up. Paul's got something he wants to say. <laughs> back in a moment. I gotta tell you what I was. I'm, I got I got Fox up on our TV here, and I just saw something I've never seen before. They they were talking about marijuana, so they were showing somebody rolling a doobie. Yeah, and they put a filter in on the end of it. I've never seen anybody put a filter at the end of him of a of a doobie. Well, it looked like he was rolling it with a, a brown paper bag or, or something. a blunt. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you yeah. call it what you want to. Yeah, pill first. Yeah, yeah. Got to make sure you don't hurt your lungs. Cut the tar in it a little yeah. bit. <laughs> All right, Paul. Yes. So you you had some. You want you were going to talk so about committee meetings. Yes. Yeah, so so in the committee meeting when this bill about the um, sex change stuff for minors was being addressed and heard, Senator Hester was questioning one of the um, the people that came to testify. One of the um, the people that were opposed to this bill. They wanted children to be able to. Um, have their um, genitals chopped off, basically. Yeah, a three-year-old saying, "Sure, go ahead." And and so 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 Hester was was having a discourse with with this woman, I think it was, and um, so he was trying to to figure out did she actually believe that small children should be allowed could make that kind to of make, decision, make those decisions like that, and so she did believe that children should be able to make those decisions, and so so Hester was trying to figure out well what what age. And um, is this the lady that was the, pe- the pediatrician? I think, she was pediatrician. I think I think she might have been yeah. a pediatrician. Oh yeah. Lord! And and so seen. and so so Hester was making the point. Well, I think don't that, take children there. So Hester Hester was making the point that I think this age should be eighteen years old, uh-huh. an adult basically, legal adult. And and so he got her down to four years old. Wow! Yes, I, yes four that years was old. the pediatrician. I heard that four yes. years old yes. was was that's was the, the same age. age as my grandson. Yeah, yeah. Right four now. years old. You've you've got a kid. That that doesn't know how to tie his shoes, and he won't brush his teeth, and he probably wouldn't even use the bathroom in the toilet if he didn't make him. And you're going to tell me that that child is old enough to decide whether or not he can have his... Um, but what they'll say is it doesn't matter what the child says. It's what the parent says. You know, little Johnny says that I want to be a girl. Little Johnny doesn't have a clue what that means right we've seen with 
parents a lot of times that they want to have children that have problems because usually they get money for these problems. So you'll have children that are abused and will exhibit certain behavior and do certain things so they can be special needs. And for that, the parents get money for it. It's a sick world we live in. Well, there's some some parents, they've got uh, a mental disease of their own, which is they get everybody's sympathy, which they call mancho, I forget what it's called, uh, a, a disease that, because they want everybody to feel sorry for them. Exactly. So my child's in exactly. uh, something like that. Yeah. 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 And that's they make, they make uh, their children sick. Yeah. And, but that's the, that's a very slight minority. My whole argument here is a very simple one. What gives us the right as parents to make that decision? You don't have on something that, like that, that right as, as a parent to say, if, you know, if God gave you a boy, that's what you have or girl, that's what and if you, you have. If you got a girl and you wanted a boy, don't raise the girl up like as a boy. boy, and don't raise a, a boy up to be a girl. To be a girl, and we've seen that. You know, this is what you see. A lot of people may act a certain way, uh, but do you really know what happened to them? No, you don't. You know, mm-hmm. so so people can make snap judgments about another individual, and they have no idea what that person has been through, what someone. Has put them through that caused them to be the way they are. Sure. Yeah. Just keep in mind, adding trauma to another person's life. Force a boy to be a girl. The only good thing come out of it, you can win. You could probably write a number one country song. (laughs) A boy named Sue. That's right. (laughs) That's all. That's all I can say. It is sad. Four years old. It is sad. I mean, look, we fight over. Can you give a a child that's you know twelve years old? a uh, an infusion you yeah. go you, your kids at school you can have a doctor's prescript yes for them to take an aspirin wow. but not to take them to an you abortion ha- clinic you gotta have a oh, yeah. when you're talking cultural wars you're, you're getting right into the thick of it and we have to fight these wars or else it's either fight the war or just lay down or and capitulate get run over or capitulate just get run over and so no if we're going to protect our children we have to put it out there if we learned anything about roe v wade it's that you got to fight you got to fight Right, and we fought since we Roe v. Fought. Wade, and and things have and, have changed. Because and the left of that. has never backed off. They, they may back off on a certain issue, but they're they're always pushing something to get more and more perverted. Well, I got a uh, few seconds here. Let me congratulate Lubbock, Texas. They made themselves a sanctuary city for the unborn. I love that one. Yeah. Love that one. All right, a break, and then uh, let's catch up on the news. Give you five minutes of that. Give you some traffic that you can use, some weather you can use, and then we'll return with Power Panel here on the Dave Ellswick Show on a Monday. It is a Monday. Get it get over with. Just keep on pushing forward.
sitting here reliving glory days i love it i love it i mean you can't clothesline anymore remember when you could clothesline so why is it why is it called football anymore well yeah the reason it changed is not because i don't believe that they really want to protect the player it's they want to protect the money yeah that they're paying the player clothesline you can't horse collar yeah i can kind of understand you know, horse collar, because there were people that were, I'm just telling you, they were pros at horse collaring. You know, they get a hold of you and drag you down, but I'm talking about they get a hold of you and pull you down yeah. as hard as they could, and you bang your head on the turf. Well, there were some guys, that's the only way you could get them down. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. So, I don't know what that means. Were you grabbing their shoulder pads? In behind, no, behind, behind right their neck. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's where you're... It's where you're uh, your pads mm. connect, and if you get behind there, you can pull a guy. That's a pretty good ha- Believe it's a, me, it's a good handle. They uh, will follow you down to the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And usually they're the ones that take the take the on hook the throat too, because you, you yeah. see the head go mm. back. Yeah. Oh well. Feet go straight up. Well, so yeah. it's it's a, it's a good can't solid do that hand, anymore. Good solid handle. That's a fifteen yard penalty. No now. face oh, well. mask. Yeah. And remember, there was a day when they didn't have face masks. That's right. What they called in. Yeah. Didn't call anything. <laughs> you just didn't have. Yeah, any when I look back when they first started playing and just had those leather helmets. Yeah, those were some real men. I'm just saying, those were some real, and they didn't pass. It was all run right into you. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. all it I was. Just think that was probably a significant improvement. Yeah, yeah. Over, over probably nothing. was that you weren't wearing anything. Yeah, that's the toughest ball games I ever played. Get together with my buddies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On a yeah. Saturday afternoon, and then go out and play tackle. Yes, football. go out and play tackle with no pass. No pass. Yeah, yeah. I'd come home. I'd be all dirty, scratched up, and said, Are "You all right?" Oh yeah, man. I'm feeling great. <laughs> we used to play a game talking about playground games. We played a game called cows and bears. Cows where, and yeah, bears. Yeah, where one guy get in the middle and 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 there'd be a line of people and run across, and he would tackle one person when he run across. When you got tackled, you got in the center. And the person that won the game was the last person that didn't get tackled. So oh. you would end up with 30 people in the middle with the last two people trying to run across no, 30 people get without oh, getting wow. tackled. That sounds like just a really a, tough <laughs> version of Red Rover. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Red Rover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you was a little skinny kid and you have all the seniors and stuff in the middle and you've been slipping through, you're about to get it. Yeah, you we know? did something like that in football wow. practice. You just had one guy in the middle. And it was you know, to get your reaction. That, there you go. Pull in the ring, man. Ring. That's I love exactly that. It. Yeah. And, well. you know, anybody could come and hit you from any direction. That's right. Mm-mm. And you just had to uh, turn around. And many times as you were turning, here they come. Yeah. And Boom. Bam. Right in your face. Right yep. in your face. Talk you, about, you look you know, up at the sky. To the, to the uh, ground, feet uh, to the air. <laughs> that actually sounds kind of fun. Well, it was. Well, it was. And you might be a cornerback. 
and the guy that comes in and blindsides you is a, Maybe you a know, tackle. an offensive tackle yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> but it helped your reaction time, being oh, yeah. your listening and all that. Well, so it gets you used to being hit. Skills. Gets you being hit and not knowing you're going to be hit. Yeah. Until mm-hmm. yours started ringing. Okay. Yeah, it was called yeah. football. That's what it was called. It, yeah. Was. Yeah. it was. We had other games. A so contact had sport. had other games, but I can't even mention them because if I did, the cancel culture would be after <laughs> They're going to be after you anyway. One started with smear. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we can't say that anymore. Holy cow. All right, 10 minutes after 7. How are you today? It's Monday. And uh, glad to have you join us today. we got the power panel here. Paul Calvert, who did not play football, evidently, because he was not part of that last conversation. Yeah. R.D. Hopper, who started all of that craziness during a break and then uh, iverson, iverson yeah, jackson is here as well I'm, I'm six foot four i was on a homeschool team with seven players on it and i still sat on the bench that tells you how bad i am at sports <laughs> now you sat on the on the on the bench for a basketball a basketball team. wow right and so I, i'm six foot four and i sat on the bench of a, with a homeschool team of seven players that's how bad i am at sports <laughs> I can work like a dog and work most people into the ground. Yeah. But I tell you what, I'm not very good at sports. You're not real coordinated? Well, I'm better now than I was at hand as a, as a hand teenager. That's not but, usual, Paul, but, because you grew up on military bases and things, Well, right? no, not really, no. So my, my dad was in active duty until I was five years old. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, I, okay. so I didn't really know. My, I mean, my dad was good at military, basketball. Man, you're playing sports year-round yeah, just no, about. My, my dad's pretty good at basketball, or was. He's, he's dead now. But, yeah. but he was about five eight or five nine, and he was quite a bit better than me. I, I tell you one of the worst times I've been beat up was when I was about 19 or 20, Playing a basketball with like guys from church that were middle aged. Pick up, they're oh, good. Man, yeah. they weren't good. They were tough. If you went in with the <laughs> elbow layup, they push you around. Yeah, you were about to get knocked to the ground. <clears throat> get an elbow, get an elbow, yeah. get a shoulder. <laughs> and then you yeah. talk about culture, culture wars. When when I lived in uh, Tulsa, uh, well, I think I wasn't living there actually. I was living in Texas, and I had to do some uh, military training in Tulsa. On the weekend, we were playing pickup games mm-hmm. there. There you go, Oklahoma. military yeah. versions. Yeah. But there were there were some some females that came in the gym, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, we all played on the same team, mm-hmm. uh, full court. Yeah. And come to find out later, these girls were semi pros. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is nineteen eighty nine, and Uh-oh. one of them she played point guard for us, the mm-hmm. Tulsa Flames. Okay, they were. Good. I bet she could fill it up too. Oh, she could. <laughs> Man, when I tell you they were good, so you know it wasn't girls trying to be guys. They mm-hmm. just came and we all just all played like a co-ed type deal. Well, you know, so there's room the for that. The best football I ever watched was when I was on Guam, and oh, I yeah. I used to do uh, the games, the military games, and yeah. the best game of the year was when Anderson Air Force Base played Big Navy. Oh wow. And they get at each other. And let me they tell you what. Blood, huh? they, oh, oh yes. you better believe it. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Yeah. It was a great, great, some great games. We had, we had a guy. Uh, I was at Aberdeen Proving Ground. This is uh, 1985. And this guy, he just, he, he was in the military. And, and apparently he didn't have the grades to make college. But there were a lot, there were pro scouts that used to come and watch the military, uh, um, you know, games. Yeah. Uh, intramural games. And this guy was good. You're talking mm-hmm. about filling it up from three-point before. Yeah, before there was a three-point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he could do it, and he wow. was good. So they had pro scouts out there looking at these guys. I'll tell you where they also went to. Uh, it's not so much now, I don't believe, and that's boxing. Oh, yes. In the military, yeah, the military a lot of boxers lot of came boxing. out of the out of the military. 
because you know in military you get knocked down you get back over get the back quarter over. they just throw you back out yeah, there they throw you back out there <laughs> yeah we had some really job. good games in the military yeah man yeah and it was all you know I, round. that's why something. i always liked the marines yeah. with the what do they call pugil sticks or whatever oh, yeah, pugil sticks yeah, yeah man yeah. i would like to do that stuff we didn't do stuff like that in the air force <laughs> oh you know? really no no you didn't get to stand on a pole and try to defend yourself oh man you know? that on. would be fun y'all never did pickle sticks now you got to remember the air force <laughs> model the air force model is a simple one we don't fight our officers do <laughs> so true because uh, you got to be an you got to be an officer yep, to fly, fly a plane, plane. Yeah, that's just the way it is all right. ca- they, just, they just come back and you put fuel and bullets in the that's right we fix wow. up the, we wow. fix up the and hole <laughs> send you back out put, put, i forgot about that put duct tape over the hole yeah. well i'll tell you what i played some uh air force guys from when i was at a fort dix and they were at mcguire you know they were just one fence across from each other and uh, those guys, those pilots, when they're not flying, they would just play uh, racquetball mm-hmm. all the time. And you're talking shape, about baby. clean your clock. Mm-hmm. Those guys were that, good. That can be a high-energy sport. They when you play good. racquetball, what's the one thing you never do? Uh, let's see. This, this, this tooth right here? Okay. That's a $2,000 of what you never do. Okay. Let's turn the racket yeah. in your face. Well, that never turn around. Oh, yeah. Never turn around yeah. to see what's going to see on behind what's going you. On behind. Oh, man, gosh. I was playing in college one time and I you got. You playing doubles. Yeah. And yeah. I got You're a hold doubles. of that ball and Bob Busby, I still remember his yeah. name, turned around and I hit him right in the throat. Oh. Man, he <laughs> went down like a. Like yeah. a sack of potatoes. Uh, I thought I killed him, to be honest. <laughs> well, you could have. Think how hard you're hitting that racquetball, man. I have no idea what the speed of that thing is. Oh, yes. Uh, I mean, they catch in the th- down in the, the thigh and stuff. Her, if you've never walk been around hit, with, you've never played racquetball. Yeah, you're going to walk around with a bruise for yes. several days. I'll tell you what. They get serious on that. Well, back then. I don't know what they do I'm now. I'm sure they it's still close serious. down the courts. I don't know. I mean, I, I used to go to the... Uh, the weight room over there in Cabot, mm-hmm. and they have a couple rock racquetball courts. And I used to listen to them, and man, I, I'd hear them boom, 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 going at it, and then you hear the guy smash into the door. You know, oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. you forgot that the door was there. Fort Lee had some of the best courses, uh, racquetball courses. That, you know, that glass and everything. Yeah. Oh man, they were great. Yeah, so you could really watch yeah. them and stuff. Yeah, you know, that's that's a lot of fun. You know, they had the challenge court. They had two sets of courts. They had the you know regular court. Then they had the challenge court. Yeah, you got to win to stay there. <sighs> you, you had to leave if you lost. Somebody takes your place. You're out of there. All right, 17 after 7. Do you have questions about filing for Social Security? Well, if you do, get the answers in a simple, easy-to-understand booklet, and it's called Your Guide to Social Security. You get it from David Lucas Financial in North Little Rock. It's a 27-page booklet, outlines what you need to know, and what you need to know could help you get even more income when you file for your Social Security. Now, if you're within five years of filing for Social Security, you should get this free booklet. It's absolutely free. They're going to send it to you just by calling 501-222-3315. And as a bonus, you'll receive a free customized Social Security analysis. What's that do for you? Glad you asked. Uh, It pinpoints the optimal time to wring every nickel out of your benefits. Pick up the phone, call right now. It's 501-222-3315. That's 
501-222-3315. It's from David Lucas Financial. You know David knows what he's talking about. If you spent any time at all, listen to his show on uh, Saturdays here on 101 at 10 o'clock after the uh, car and truck doctors. He offers really down-to-earth, where-the-rubber-hits-the-road type of uh, advice to you. That's uh, David Lucas Financial. It works good, man. It works really good. I was just talking about they, my doctor a couple of months ago took me off of uh, metformin, which is a type 2 diabetic drug, which they have found really causes some serious damage to kidneys and uh, got me off of it and got me on insulin. And now I, I'm going to tell you what, I get up in the morning and take my blood sugar. It's like, I think this morning it was 105. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really good. I mean, that's like being normal, to mm-hmm. be honest. And I just read an article this weekend. They think they have figured out how to cure type 2 diabetes. Hmm. That may happen within the next three to four years. I thought wow. that was already. No, not, not cure. Treat. They treat right now. They can guess, treat. Which they, one is genetic? Uh, is that That's type 1. Type 1 would be genetic. genetic. Now, that's a different. That's a whole yeah. different. Bailey type Wick 2 there. was diet and exercise that type of some 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 of it can okay. it can be but it's it, it's just where <clears> your body throat> can't throat> make enough glucose to take care of what needs to be taken care of well at some point you're i guess the type 2 is your body is so injured you really can't recover but may, maybe they'll actually come up with something to well i'm going to tell you why if if sugar is the real culprit then the mars candy company i need <laughs> I need to bring a lawsuit against them with further M and M's. I'm just telling you, they, they ship them to your house. Yeah, they did daily. No, no, what, I, I what just they must eat. No, I went. Them? I went to Walmart or <laughs> Kmart or you, and, and, Tops or whoever and, and it was. You, and you were coerced. Yeah, there ought to be I was. They had all that nice. That nice stuff on the package mm-hmm. with the well, with the singing M and M's. You're gonna be like the 600 pound guy that <laughs> ate 10 uh, Big Macs every day. Mm. How <laughs> dare you? McDonald's. How dare you sell me 10 <laughs> Big Macs? A day? Kind, kind I'm just like, saying. Kind of no. like the cigarette companies. Yeah, they, that's they're just these, the same evil, thing. these evil food companies that make all this food that tastes good. Now here's the problem with the with the uh, tobacco companies. They actually actually misrepresented they their their product mm. that that's what they did and 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 they had they had what was coming to them mm. and they got caught now that doesn't mean that the way the government went about it was, was the way we should have gone about it because you take about how much money i wonder what how much money does the state still get in tobacco taxes <laughs> and, right. and from and from the settlement how much money still comes in i never hear about it well, why, why do people still smoke Oh no! Why, why are new smokers twenty five percent still smoke? Oh wow! God, that it's is one insane. out of four. Oh. It's a free country. So, yeah. so, so we know that we know the harm it can did cause. You, did you ever smoke? No. See, I did. I can tell you why they smoke. You feel well, good after you smoke. Well, you know, you, you look cool back in the seventies. Well, you know, nah, you, it wasn't it, being it was, cool. It was so it just, being cool. I just I did it because my buddies were doing it. I I smoked for about four years. Okay, and then I stopped. I stopped. In the middle, I started having panic attacks. Hmm. And I, 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 I couldn't in, figure out how to how to get the smoke down. And, oh yeah, <laughs> I talked to the yeah. Well, I've always said for people who smoke to say, "Well, I didn't know it was bad for me." Do you remember when you smoked the first cigarette? Do you remember how you coughed your lungs up? No, and it almost made you throw up and stuff. 
you know that doesn't happen if it's good for you usually. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I well, you tried need to, to be dip, like Bill Clinton I, and just don't I, inhale. Yeah, yeah there I you tried to dip snuff, and I, and I couldn't. Uh, I, I couldn't figure that out either. Didn't, I, didn't, I, no, I got it up to my 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 lips to put it in. You know, tuck it under, and yeah. I, I breathe in. Yeah. And so it went up my nostrils and burned me. So that was the end of that. Well, so, it's like chewing tobacco. Yeah. I used to. I did that for because all my baseball heroes did it. Okay, mm-hmm. basically. And then I saw Jerry Gerardo, a good friend of mine, who uh, had a plug and took a big old chaw out of it and was up at the plate and swung really hard from his heels and swallowed it. Oh, gosh. And I have never seen anybody that sick in my life. Well, you know, back in the day, the coaches would, would get those uh, tobacco and bubble gum and squeeze it together, and then they'd have this big old oh, yeah. Oh, but that was jaw. a big thing back then. Yeah, that was a big thing then. Yeah. And and I, and I stayed out of it, and I would just put bazookas in my mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I put those. Do you remember the comics in those? The bazooka comics? Mm. Yeah, I used to love that stuff. Wow. Paul does, and this is before Paul. I, actually, I, I, I remember bazooka, bazooka gum. Do you? But, is it um, still out? Do they, can you I, still I get it? I don't know if it, I'm not. I don't chew gum. Because the big thing for baseball players was, by the time I hit high school, they had shredded gum. Yes, I've seen yeah. that. And yeah. you yeah. pull it out, and it looked like, it looked like the, tobacco. Uh, tobacco. No, the guy, and you'd yeah. put it in there. You'd stuff yeah, it in your mouth. Yeah, when I was in. Yeah, when I was in school. They had the candy cigarettes when we were kids. Yeah, I remember. Do yeah, you? I remember are are we too. taking you back? <laughs> I'm just asking. Are we, do you remember some of this? So I'm just. Yeah. It's just what we did. So they we were did. getting you hooked. Uh, oh, absolutely. Cigarettes as. You know, the adults were all the adults were smoking. So and they the buy them for the you, little, yeah, because the kids wanted to smoke. And, no, no, no. Here, have the candy. And they had dust that would blow out the end <laughs> yes. of them. I think. Yeah. yeah. Of course, well, all the glamour the, queens had a you know the long little yeah. whatever you call that thing for, to put that the cigarette filter in, in it. filter in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, you had to have on those on those fake cigarettes, the candy ones. Remember, one end had red, red on it. The red, like it was lit. <laughs> I'm just saying, and even mm. even your most wholesome TV shows, like Andy Griffith showed Andy smoking about every other, mm. you know, not not every episode, right. but every every once in a while, you know, they show is, him smoking a cigarette. It is the government's job to protect us from ourselves. Mm. But I have to laugh. I watch. <laughs> you guys know I'm big movie buff. Yeah, and so I, I I sit and watch these movies, and at the beginning it is say violence and all of that. <sighs> and now, have you seen the new one? Now, smoking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen smoking on there. Get ready. There's Somebody's going to smoke a cigarette in this movie. Wow. Yeah, they got it on there now. It's all there. Usually it says nudity, violence, or maybe excessive violence, or if you really want to get to it, gore, you know, and then smoking. <laughs> you know, you you can't watch a show without you know the homosexual agenda oh, now being on there on it, TV. Yeah. You oh, can't watch a show. Warn you about that? Yeah, they, nice. they, ought, they ought to be a warning. Or commercial. Yeah, they ought to be a warning on. Yeah, even the commercials. And, hey, that's a big thing in commercials now. So it is big. The commercials ought to have a warning on them, so you can turn the. So we're still talking about culture wars. That. That's what <laughs> it's and, all there in front of you. Parental <laughs> discretion advised for the commercials. Yeah, for the commercials, but you know we're going to put a warning on somebody's going to smoke oh, a cigarette, right? You know, you see, you see it. I mean, it, they, they, they mainstream. There's an agenda out there. It, they're, they're mainstreaming it. They're mainstreaming it so that you know a kid doesn't think well, anything and, about and, it, right. and, and they see it all their life. So, <laughs> what's the big deal? That's yeah, the thing the is that you, you don't have to convince a fish that it's wet because it's always been. Yeah, you water. don't have to convince a fish that water is good. It doesn't even know it's wet. Yeah, I mean, 
the wet comes with the water. Yeah. And, and so it, when you immerse a child in these different ideas, you don't even have to tell them what the ideas are. No. It's, like, it's like you immerse a child in socialism and don't even tell them it's socialism. He'll support socialism mm-hmm. without ever knowing what it's called. And so I can say I will give Walmart kudos. Well, not Walmart. I'll give kudos to the parents that were shopping at, at Walmart. I got 45 seconds there. And that was Walmart put out a brand of clothing for young girls that were highly sexualized. You remember this about five years ago? And the, the mothers the mothers went ballistic on it and said, I don't want to be showing my little four-year-old's butt out there. I'm sure the pedophiles would have loved it if we kept dressing our kids. <laughs> Sexualization in America is way, way, way over the top yep. uh, for young people. All right, get a break. Rush is coming up, and then we'll come back and continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Power panels here. Hey, St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. Let me say that again. St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. Do you know what this Sunday is? It's Mother's Day. And let me tell you what. Every member of my power panel didn't know that. <laughs> I looked at him and said that. said, oh, yeah, it is Mother's Day, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so uh, figure out what you're going to get. Your, you're going to get your wife, guys. You got to get your wife something. Uh, for Mother's Day, and then, of course, you're going to buy the gift that your kids give to your mother, too. So keep keep all that in mind. I got family coming in from all over the place to uh, to tell Linda how much they love her because of all the things she did for them when they were growing up. So we're looking forward to that uh, this Sunday uh, out at the Ellswick household. But the reason I bring that up is here's a great gift that you can give to that woman that's your mother or your wife who is the mother to your children is a gift certificate to St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. Typically, to uh, clean a uh, a home that's 2,500 square foot, it's going to cost you $300, but not if you buy the certificate or coupon from here at uh, The Answer. You call 404-6560 after 9. 404-6560 after 9 o'clock, and uh, Chuck should be there, or uh, Lynn, and they'll answer the phone, and they'll take uh, your $150, you get the uh, certificate, and you can give that to your favorite mom, and she won't have to uh, go out and do any kind of cleaning. Uh, I'm not saying they can get it done this week. They're like 10... 14 days out in front because so many of you bought these certificates and they're so good that you want another one and uh, they're doing bang up job st clarity residential cleaning get your 50 percent off coupon again that number 404-6560 talk to chuck talk to lynn they'll take good care of you <laughs> All right, we're into uh, the final half hour of the morning show this morning. The uh, power panel is here, and then I'm not going to go left to right. I go right to left this time. Iverson Jackson is here. In the middle is, of course, Artie 
Hopper and at the far uh, left, that's Paul Calvert. And it's good to have you all here on the show today. We've we've been covering really important stuff in, I think, kind of a humorous way. Been talking about how we used to play football and other people didn't play football that way. <laughs> and, and, and now they don't play it that way because too much money involved. I mean, when you're paying a quarterback $140 million over five years, last thing you want is somebody to catch him, clothesline him, blindside. You know, so they took that that particular hit out, so you can't do it anymore. And you got to hit him below the helmet, because if you hit him above the helmet, or not above the helmet, but above the In shoulders, the head, yeah. you're going to end up Injury. not only getting 15 yard penalty, but they're going to eject you from yeah. the ball game. Yeah. Targeting—that's what they call yeah. that now. Targeting. Yeah, you wouldn't want to yeah, target the person okay. with the football. Well, I'm not for hurting people. You don't need to hit anyone in the head. You know, no, that's exactly right. When we used to play football, hurting people was, was the name of the game. And the head was the target. And they would say to you, Ellswick, get through the line and take out that quarterback. There you go. That's exactly what that they would say. That was your job. That was my job. <laughs> I was like a guided missile. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just didn't, uh, I just didn't have, uh, you know, artificial intelligence. Yeah. I mean, 16, man. I didn't have much intelligence at all. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Point me in the direction you wanted me to go, and the miracle off of 20, I went. After the you miracle got your, of 25. Yeah. After you got your bell rung a few times, you wouldn't yeah, as intelligent been known to, as you were when you started the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it's better come, to hit than be hit. Come across that way? Yeah. That Back then, you know, a, a, a crack back block oh, yeah, wasn't, crack back. wasn't uh, illegal. Yeah. And you only have to have that happen to you one time. No, you don't want to happen it again, uh, as far as that's concerned. All right, so know, go ahead. The funny thing, you sent me this article about the culture wars, about it. And the funny thing, and I agree, a lot of these things may be cultural, but how can is voter ID part of a culture mm-mm, war? Mm-mm. Can you explain that one to me? It isn't. It isn't. It was just they said that election law was one of the big things that they did oh, okay. in the session. In the session, and that's absolutely correct. You know, Pulaski County was so terrible mm-hmm. this last election, and they're not the only one, but they are really the poster child for uh, you know cheating. That they went in and and wrote law specifically to make sure they couldn't do it again. I mean, when the when the when you got the uh, the judge, oh yes, basically running the elections, not the election, not the election commissioners, then you got a problem. You got a big problem. So they took care of that. Uh, they took Lowry and uh, Mark. Thank you very much. Hope you're listening. Uh, he passed. He got a law passed that said that now you must show a photo ID to vote. Now we had that two years ago, except there was a caveat. And it said if you show up and you happen to forget, you know, your uh, your idea or you by chance didn't have one, you could fill out a form yes. that said, my name is Dave Ellswick and I'm really Dave Ellswick. And you would sign it and they would give you a ballot. Yes. No more. No more. Can't do that anymore. And this, why, this, this why don't speaks, they just oh. fix this issue by just issuing your, your voter ID card as a, an actual voter registration card as an actual id card Wouldn't yeah, they wanted to do it more issue? difficult they wanted you to have to go to the state <laughs> and say you needed an id card mm-hmm. and they'll give it to you free mm-hmm. they'll give it to you free and this whole thing is it's it's too much ask people to do that please 
That's if, if they want to the buy, yeah, if they want to buy a beer, you think uh, probably at least twice a week you're going to show your ID somewhere. Yeah, there's oh, no yeah. doubt about that. You know, unless you just stay at home all the time. No, I, I tend to ID do that somewhere. more often now. Yeah, but you try to travel. You can't travel anymore if you don't have a picture ID. You don't. And and uh, from what I understand, they they extended this. Uh, what is it? This this new ID that's going to make you hand yes, real yes. ID. Yeah, the real, real ID. ID I to guess twenty twenty three. I was going to say two more years. Yeah. Hmm. on it. So well, you, you know, it wasn't that. Long I don't ago. like the idea. Of that it's one. got a chip in it, doesn't? It? Yes. Yeah. It, it wasn't that long ago when you had to show an ID when you use your visa. If you yes, went to a store yeah, to make a visa places, purchase, I think occasionally still do that. I they? like it I, when they do it. I, yeah. I, I don't know that it makes it was going to work now because some people right. wear a mask. So what, is, mm-hmm. what good is it going to do? They're going to make you take your mask off. Well, there you go. I, I'm, so I'm, asking for ID is not like it's some new thing. And this no. is the most important thing that we do as Americans. Well, I mean, and, and the the reason why citizens you need to be able be able to identify a voter is because you can only vote once. Yes. If you could vote a hundred, if you could vote as many times as you want, Legally, it wouldn't once. matter. <laughs> yeah, you should be able to register online should you to vote how do you oh, yeah. how do you verify who someone is and register online how do you, you can't. do that you can't that's a joke it yeah, is of course it is you get on and vote for every member of your family online hey i've i voted american idol yesterday i didn't have to show an id did. though <laughs> you vote for the uh arkansas kid no not an american idol i yeah. voted for the guy that was number two last night the big guy the big no i don't uh, know what was his name willie I just oh, know that man, he is, there was awesome. an Arkansas. I don't know where they're from. Contestant, and I don't know if they're still in it or not. Well, they're down to the last seven now. Okay, is there uh, an Arkansas Arkansas in there? No. Okay. No, they they've been gone. I think. Man, do you remember how big that was from the kid from oh, Conway yeah. when he won? Yeah, it was yeah. huge. Yeah, it yeah. was really huge. I think we had a relative that got a few bars up, you know, cuts away. He didn't make the top top cut, but I think he. Got at least halfway on there. Which one do you like better? Do you like American Idol or The Voice? Never have heard The Voice. I like The Voice. I think The Voice is really good. I just, I just was just at Getting my mother's I don't watch house, it that uh, much, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I just kind of watched, started watching American Idol just by default. You know, I was at my mom's house and it was on. So mm-hmm. I never watch it at home. I'm just gonna say, TV. reaching teenage girls, you might have <laughs> had to watch it because that's what they wanted to watch. Yeah, no. No. Or are you like my dad? No, my my girls. They, You'll they, watch they, what they I want to like watch. What, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of like what what I like. You know. So, yeah. Plus, they're not not at home anymore. <laughs> there was hey, there was one TV guide in my household. It was my dad. That's right. And <laughs> That's how many remo- how many remotes? No, me. Yeah, how many brothers and sisters did you? Have? <laughs> I, I was the only. I was the youngest. So, you oh, know, yeah. you're my the, my middle brother player, was yeah. nine years older than me, and my oldest brother was sixteen years older oh, wow. than me. So I was raised almost like being. So how just many stations did you guys have? Three, um, three or four? Were you big time. You were yeah, four? you had channel two, channel, channel two, five, the public station. Well, and then you had channel seven, and then channel nine, WGN. Okay. And then we would have the UHS station, yeah, we which had, is we Channel had 11. Two, which was the public station, 4, 7, and 11. I was the antenna attorney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was the guy you That's raise the window and you get out on the front porch and and, and you yell at them until they get the were signal you the, where you can see it. Were you, were you the kid that had to hold a crumpled up piece of aluminum foil? <laughs> 
No, I never had that. They never made me a little See, that's what hat. kids are for. That's <laughs> that's good child development, earlyhood yeah, child yeah, development. Yeah. That's what children. That's why God gave us children. Yeah. Yeah. ABC, you know. NBC. Turn it back. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> we had ABC, NBC, CBS. CBS. Yes. Then I had WGN, which became a super station, yep. as yeah, they yes, call it. Yes, you did. And then, uh, Atlanta, uh, wasn't it? I think from Atlanta. Yeah. No, no. That's WGN WG, is from Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. yeah. Chicago's very own oh, WGN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then you had, you W-K-R-P. know, WKRP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was in Cincinnati. So, so Dave, if you were if you were the remote control for your dad, who was your mom's dishwasher? Me. <laughs> you got double duty. I did. I didn't have to wash. Mom washed. I dried. You dried and wow. put them up. You know, yeah. and I understood why I put them up because I was by the time I was a junior, I was six one. Oh, right. you my, can reach. My mom was five one. Wow! You know, real, real. There's a great picture of my mom and my dad. My dad, he was five five, and uh, us boys standing behind him. Well, Don was the shortest of us boys, and he was five eleven, five ten, five eleven. Wow! Then I was six one, and then John Paul, my oldest brother, six four. And it was like it was so funny because you look at it and it was mom and then dad to to the as you're looking at it to the right of her so it went up and then the boys were back and it was like john paul's over on the on the right and then don and then me and it went down looks like a bar graph (laughs) yeah it was really funny really was all right 14 minutes till eight final break here on the dave ellswick show for a tuesday we'll get back and uh there's not a whole lot to talk about. We already talked about uh, Biden last week and about the crazy stuff that he wants to do. The uh, what's it, $6 trillion that he wants to spend now? It's, it's nuts. Wow. All right. Keep in mind that, uh, by the way, that when it comes to health care, and I want to warn you about this because it's going to happen, they're giving bigger subsidies now out to individuals to buy their health insurance. And they're already talking about, not just from the conservative side, but from the, the liberal side, that they're not going to be able to continue to do that, which means your subsidy will go down, but your premium will stay up. And that means that you will be paying more out of your pocket. And if you look at some of these government programs, you're going to just get a lot less, just just the way it is. Talk to Pat Davis now. He can save you 30 to 50% on health insurance. Uh, you can choose any provider in the nation. It's actual insurance. It's not a share plan. Uh, these are great plans for if you are self-employed. If you're a businessman and you're looking for something that makes it uh, your health insurance uh, affordable so you can give it to your employees, you need to talk to Pat Davis. He can help in all of those cases. How often do you know of people who have health insurance and they have no n o no copays? Pat Davis can get that for you. You call him and talk to him. Seriously, call him and talk to him. 501-605-6935. That's 501-605-6935. Or go and visit him online to yourhealthplanman.com. All right, we got eight minutes till eight, 
And we were talking about paternalism. <laughs> and what that means is when your government passes laws that are supposed to protect you when you don't even want to protect yourself. And it got started when Iverson brought up about malt liquor. Well, no, I take it back. Start it with, with Paul saying they're getting ready to make menthol cigarettes illegal mm-hmm. because uh, black people smoke menthol cigarettes more than any other race, and they say it's bad for their health. Mm-hmm. So now they want to make it illegal. illegal. So basically black people can't be trusted, and therefore we're going to make it harder for them to hurt themselves. That's can't get ID. How do you get any more racist? Can't decide what cigarette to smoke and not to smoke. Can't decide what can't beer to drink. decide what beer to drink. My goodness. Yeah, because let's talk about malt liquor. That's, malt liquor. That's back in the late 80s, early 90s. And I don't know if you remember this. Uh, the story was out, and I know it happened because at the time I was living still back up home uh, around the Chicagoland area. And in minority communities, they could not put up a billboard advertising malt liquor no because they didn't, they didn't want them and to did do it that. slow the sales or drinking nope. of malt liquor no no absolutely not absolutely not just hurt billy d's bottom line that was more grand <laughs> that was grandstanding <laughs> back that's the truth you know what i'm talking he about he did right? the ads for it yeah billy d williams did the yeah. ads uh, that was for colt's um colt 45, 44 colt 45, 45. Colt 45. Uh, i forgot that yeah. you know you know, that was like social grandstanding back then, probably. People just trying to make themselves look. And by God, don't even think about buying a 12-ounce can. Get that 36-ounce can. The 40-ounce. Was it the 40-ounce? Okay. That big can. The 40-ounce, the big can, which was which was cheaper than a Coke. Hey, that ought to be yeah, against at that the law. Right? Yeah, well, that ought yeah, to be yeah, against the law At that time, it was, right it was, it was cheaper <laughs> than a Coke. And so, so then it's like it 99 just, cents. Sounds, sounds like, how, how do you get any more, how do you show any more contempt well, these are the same people. people these well, are the me, same people that accuse Republicans of being well, racist. I can, I can tell you. Racism. I can tell you how you All show right. more contempt. Listen right. to this one. This is out of committee yeah, here in, at the state oh, house. In, in committee two weeks ago, my daughter. I brought my daughter up Modern there with, times. Yeah, yeah well, I brought my daughter up there to uh, see. I was going to testify on a catalytic converter bill. They were going to make me do a lot of reporting and stuff when I sell something I own to a customer. So they were about to raise my overhead. So I had to go up to the Capitol to get some help. And and, and Representative Rye did help us out. But uh, there was a lady that was the dean of law at the University of Arkansas. She said that she teaches lawyers how to be lawyers is what she said. But after that... She said that they needed this bill she was testifying for so businesses could pay so much a month for law representation because unsophisticated business owners could not understand the laws today. Now, if so you're a business mean, owner out there, translation, Dave, that's like they just <laughs> called you stupid, right? I was sitting right behind her. My daughter kind of slid away from me a little bit and turned her head and looked at me real quick, kind of back off. And uh, that's how they view you. So I was an unsophisticated business owner, and I need my government to help me. So your daughter was wondering if that woman just pulled the pen on your grenade. Exactly (laughs) right. She didn't know how many straws I had put on the stack that day. So you're smart enough to run a business, but too stupid to make a decision. Well, I, I... 
I would like to ask her if she thought she could run a profitable business. You work for the state of Arkansas, probably because hey, you, you mean cannot, your business pays her. Salary. Yeah, yeah. So okay. you work for the state of Arkansas. Our taxes pays for her job, and she's never owned a business and and operated profitable. If there's one thing that the government cannot do, and that is the word profitable, profitable. and profitability in small businesses are primarily what pays for our government but yes. we're unsophisticated people and we need laws on the books to help those people that work for the government agencies that to, are smarter than that you. are smarter than us to help mm. us run our businesses i'll tell you how smart they are president <laughs> biden stood up and addressed a joint group of of congress and told them what we needed is another six trillion dollars on top of the one point seven trillion he's asking for for infrastructure and uh, the last uh, COVID nineteen quote relief bill that was one point nine trillion dollars. I add that up, and that's going to be over nine trillion dollars. The sad thing is in debt. The sad thing is is most Republicans will support. The, what he calls infrastructure because it will bring more federal money to the states in the first no, one the reason that they're not supporting it because well, they had they would have if it was just roads bridges things that we've always said are right, infrastructure, infrastructure but right. now they're saying child care right is exactly. infrastructure so they're tying that to the boat and that's one thing that they do and they shouldn't be able to do is is run a, a package deal together where you can't separate and, it out and so, so if you, that's what they're trying to do they're trying to hold up the money for infrastructure and i don't even want to raise their infrastructure because i, I don't need any more roads we got all the roads that we need mm-hmm. Yeah, we got all we can afford already. And the other thing that Biden mentioned in his speech the other night was they're, they're talking about the health, the child care stuff. They're want, it sounds like they're wanting to extend two years on the front side of kindergarten and then two years on the end. So what are we looking at? Universal nope. pre-care. Well, remember what, Obama, remember what Obama said. He said, when your children are six weeks old, we want them. Yeah, but I like that, six. what you just said. You said... You said O'Biden. Oh, Obama. And, and that's, Obama. that's exactly what we Obama. got now. Okay, we got a new term, O'Biden. Yeah, O'Biden. That's a good one. President O'Biden. All right, guys, thanks for coming yes, in. Sir. Iverson, always a pleasure. Yes. R.D.? Yeah. yeah. I enjoy having you. I won't say it's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're here with us. Paul, thank you yes, very sir. much. Appreciate it as well. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, there you go. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more tomorrow morning. Uh, Elizabeth will be with us in the first hour. Bible Guys tomorrow. Don't forget, Bible Guys at SalemLR.com for your questions.